I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello folks, Colin here from the Gallantview Rangers podcast. I'm here to post-match reaction from the women's old firm as Rangers beat Celtic two goals to one away in the Airdrie's Excelsior Stadium. Um, a game of two halves, um, cliche alert right there, but... Um, you know, the, the first half it did finish nothing each, but Rangers were, were really, really poor. Celtic dominated possession. Celtic dominated, you know, the, the better chances. Rangers, I don't know if it was just it didn't click or there was a lack of confidence or um, a, a number of things, but it's just so wasteful in possession. Even big key players like uh, Cathy Hill, Rachel McLaughlin, even Kirsten McLean, um, so wasteful in the ball and time and time again. Rangers created the chances for Celtic. Um, they were they wanted far too much time on the ball. Um, time and time again, Jenna Five would play it um, out from a goal kick or from you know even from regaining possession. And Rangers, you know, Rangers would want one too many touches and you know. <laughs> be shut down very quickly with Celtic what I was saying to Graham who's um, had to leave Sharpies so that's why I'm running solo today it's almost as if um, they underestimated the step up in opposition also Celtic were leading the league table and they're used to playing the, no disrespect but the likes of Partick Thistle Hearts Hibernian where they're scoring goals for fun and you know <laughs> not facing too much of a challenge whereas Celtic, they, they were the form team, um, arguably coming in, scoring, scoring goals for fun as well. We managed to go into half-time, nothing each, and I don't know if um, Joe Potter managed to get a few few arses kicked, but Rangers came out a completely different team. They were creating a lot more chances, they looked more comfortable on the ball. They did go down 1-0, however, and it was a, it was a poor goal to, to lose. Rangers... You know, even though they were playing better, they gave away a needless corner. And I think there's that old cliche when you concede a corner too easily, your <laughs> danger's going to harm from it. It's just, it's 
almost poetic injustice or poetic justice if you like um, ball comes in and Rangers just don't defend the corner well enough and the Celtic centre half glides it past um, Jenna Fife. but then you did see a spark click in Rangers and um, we, we really started to get our, our, our foot in the game Libby Vance who came on as um, a sub at half time for Megan Bell you know she added a wee bit of we bit of power in terms of how how she holds the ball and runs with the ball in the middle of the park. Um, she was playing deeper with Chelsea corner, which allowed Kirsty McLean to get you know get a bit further forward. It's not a position you see Kirsty McLean in quite often, the number ten. But she was linking up really well with Rio Hardy and Kirsty Howitt, and eventually it was uh, Kirsty Howitt who plays the ball into Kirsty McLean and a side footed finish past the goalkeeper. Um, and makes it one each. From then on in, you know, the game did start to get a wee bit feisty. Challenges were going in. Uh, Rangers were banged up for it. And the, the crowd behind me, who's still a big crowd here, behind me waiting to see the players, they were banged up for it as well. Um, some of the some of the chants um, can be quite funny. We're being a bit creative with some old pop songs, but I'll not blame anybody for that. Um, eventually, the second goal comes from... Lizzie Arnott, who came on as a second half sub for uh, Brogan Hay. Um, I think that might be her first game back, Lizzie Arnott, after a long, long injury, and by God, we've missed her. Uh, but she looked really dangerous in the left hand side. Uh, lovely ball in, met with Rio Hardy um, and, uh, in the, in the six yard box. A bullet of a header past the Celtic goalkeeper. Um, put Rangers 2-1 up and you've just seen what it meant to the Rangers players um, you know they were going absolutely crazy and celebrating in front of the fans the last 15 minutes it did become a wee bit nervy obviously Rangers tried to protect the, the lead they went deeper and deeper and you know they were just it was just a case of clearing the lines for the last 10-15 minutes um, Tess Medag came on for Chelsea Cronin just to give a bit of a you know, a bit more of um, a, a wee bit more protection in front of the back three. Uh, but um, Rangers finally got over the line, and that same goal top of the league, a point ahead of Celtic, and they maintain that unbeaten run now. So uh, I'm just about to speak to Joe Potter. I'm looking forward to hearing the thoughts on the game, and it'll be interesting to see if there's any going to be any change in dynamic being. Being the chaser to now leading the pack, um, it's a completely different, different mentality. It's a diff, completely different uh, type of challenge. But I'm looking forward to hearing what you're saying. So, um, you know, let me know what you think of uh, the game if you've seen it on Sky, and of course, Joe Potter's comments. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. So, Joe, are you as happy as we are after today? <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, I think it's. These games where you see the difference in the players and the mentality that comes up in shows, um, I think that that getting over that hurdle of playing against Celtic and that mentality of coming out winners on top, and that was the difference for us today. I think going one 0 down actually helped us. Um, we came out and we performed. We took the game to Celtic, and you could see our game plan coming to into fruition a little bit more when we were actually one 0 down. So, yeah, the character of the players was unbelievable today to come from one 0 down to win two one. I think you've seen two sides of Rangers today, um, particularly the first half. It, it, it didn't look like Rangers at all. What, yeah. what would you put that down to? I think sometimes this occasion can, can get to the, the players and you know sometimes you, you're coming out into these games knowing that this is probably your toughest game of the season. One of, if not the toughest. And you know that fine margins can happen in, in these leagues if you don't win these games. So you can feel that pressure. 
Um, you know, luckily enough, we're coming in at half time in the game, so it didn't really affect us. And we said to them at half time, you know, we've not we've not seen an ounce of us yet, and Celtic haven't seen an ounce of us yet. So we knew coming out into the second half that we brought our game plan and we brought our individuality to the to the pitch and to the game that we were always going to come out on top and we were always confident of that. So I think. You know, half-time came at a good time for us to be able to reset, tweak a few things, bringing Libby on made a huge difference for us, changed the game as well as the, the subs later on in the game. So that's something that we've had now that we didn't have, probably have in, in previous months leading into the season. You mentioned earlier just about the goal, might have even sparked changes in your life. Um, is that is that probably well myself and Graham obviously and that's probably the best we've seen Rangers play yep. even though they were one down, down yep. at the point but we got the, the equaliser in the second yep. is that the levels that, or do you think Rangers can go higher than that? No I think we can go higher I think we're just seeing us at a moment in time where we've only just got our squad back together you know the squad that that we, we put together at the start of the season and and a building to go forward we've not had up until now. Um, so, you know, the substitutes that we've had to come on and, and changing the game and, and starting players, we've not had this up until this moment. So I think that considering this has only just happened in the last couple of weeks and we're coming out of a, of a very important head-to-head game on top and getting three points out of it, playing good football as well, I think that's only just the start for us. A few contenders for best player in the park. Uh, my shout goes to Kirsty McLean. Uh, we were done hard to how she took her goal and seen her play a wee bit further forward today as yeah. well, um, getting closer to strikers. I thought she was terrific. Yeah, she's excellent in between pockets and in between lines. She's she's one of the best at receiving the ball in tight areas, and we know that. We see it day in, day out, and it's something that I personally really encourage her to do, especially in the opponent's half of the pitch. So. You, you know, there's never, ever, ever any doubt that if Innie gets the ball in and around the box that she's going to create half a yard and that's some of the stuff that we push day in, day out. I just don't don't let up on her. You know, we, I think she can be even better. The, the other side of her game we're still going to work on um, and I think we can still make her better going forward as well. So, you know, I think this is just the start for a, a superb little player. So, we're going to finish the weekend, um, top of the league uh, for the first time this season. How does the mentality shift or does it shift in terms of trying to chase Celtic to now lead in the pack? No, I don't think the mentality changes because we've had the same mentality throughout. Um, we've not focused too much on anybody else other than ourselves. We knew that we had to be better coming in from last season. We knew that on those head-to-head moments, it was probably ourselves that let those moments down. It was never really something that the opponents did that really hurt us. So we knew we had to be better individually and collectively as a team. So focusing on those processes week in, week out, day in, day out, focusing on what we can do better and how we can hurt the opponents and the opposition has really made a difference to us and you can just see it in the mentality of the players. They're, they're staying in games, you can see they're trying to do what I'm asking them to do throughout the week and we just need to continue that going forward. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, David. It's nice to meet you today. Can you just give us a wee, um, what you thought on today's performance today? Obviously, we're in the midst of uh, changing a little bit in terms of uh, the managerial change in today's game. It was the first game from a B-team perspective since that took place and, and the new manager came in. So we're obviously trying to carry through some messages that we're, we're getting and to try and get that consistency and, and transition between the two groups. Um, I enjoyed parts of it. Obviously, never like the, the fact that we lost the game 3-2, but I felt at one each it was a game that was very much in the balance. I thought we actually were in real, real strong moments at that point and two goals that we lose relatively close together are a little bit frustrating. And the boys have obviously spoken about after one or two, you know, took a little bit of responsibility for, for a couple of goals and knowing that we should be a little bit better in those moments. But within the game, um, I thought it was, a, it was a good, strong game. It felt like a proper um, men's game, if you want to call it that, based on the, the two groups. Um, and obviously we'll, we'll look at individuals in that. Ultimately, we're trying to make sure individuals take opportunities to go and showcase themselves for the managers that are going to take a liking to them. Thank you very much. How has that transition been, obviously with a new manager coming in, I know he was here today watching, has the messaging been different, any kind of requests from the top down been different, how's that transition been for you? Well I think you've got to, first of all from the manager's point of view, it's, it's sitting at 100 mile an hour right now, he's, he's come in, he's, he's straight into a game at the weekend, he's, straight, he's bouncing into the, um, the game midweek over in Prague, so in, in terms of that there's a there's there's enough staff between the two groups so that messages flow and, and that's what we're doing in terms of sitting down and getting um, that 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 individual sort of contact at the moment that's difficult because his focus is, is quite to be first team um, my job the SDB team staff's job is to just make sure we pick up key messages um, ultimately the football players ultimately know how to play football but they need to get to know how the manager wants to get it played the manager wants to get the look and we have to try and make sure that works but ultimately it's about principles of play it's not it's not massive it's not different it's just principles of play that are key and um, it's, it's for, from this game point of view it's about players standing out players and that was a message before the game we could talk about how we want the game to look but ultimately it comes down to individuals impressing themselves to make sure they hit reach a level but impressing the manager Can I bring it back to the 90 minutes then the value of playing a side that's obviously playing at a very high level in the conference you talk about players standing around how good an opportunity is that for them to Test themselves against that level of opposition today. No, it's probably as high a level of opposition we'll play. I know we with the game at the beginning of the season against Louis Leuven um, from from Belgium. Um, this is a team here that are playing in the, you know, the Conference League. They started off in the the Champions League playoffs against Copenhagen. They dipped into the Europa League playoffs and, and obviously they've landed in the Conference. So we're talking about a good team. They're in the midst of uh, the, the, the season ended, so they're now trying to make sure they're prepared to go and play against Ghent um, on Thursday. So we took the game on. Um, when you're into these games, we never know what our squad's going to look like based on the fact that the you know, first team will always take priority they played yesterday. So after the game yesterday, we got some um, information in terms of the players that need the minutes. And that's how today's team is configured and, and we work off the back end of that. Then it's about getting messages about what we expect from the opposition because we still need to make sure we give preparation to the players and what they do, what's a bit different, what their, what their key sort of um, traits are and go and make sure that within that we perform. Like I say, I thought there was bits we did really well, there was bits that we, we looked as if we're still trying to find out you know, the, the, the messages and, and make sure we get that right and through time we'll get that. How has Ross reacted to getting up a bit more first-team exposure? He had that uh, game against St Mirren, he came on came to the end of the first half, end of the game, strong performance from him then, getting that bit of experience in the game against Hibs on the Saturday. How do you think he's, not necessarily coping a bit, but you know, enjoying it, dealing with it, has his 
has he changed at all in terms of is he still the same same old Ross McCausland? Ross is the most level guy you would meet. <laughs> um, he's he's always happy. There's nothing really affects his emotion. Um, he's enjoying the journey right now, and, and I actually think he deserves it. I think that's important as well. Mm-hmm. I think Ross McCausland, um, for a lot of time now, you can see he's got the cars attacking threat. If you look at a lot of the things that today, look at his, his goal, which is, was exceptional in terms of the time he was run. The pass, obviously, is, is, is right on the money as well. He's finding himself in two or three of those moments, particularly in the first half. So Ross has got that ability to go make a difference in a game of football. Um, you look back to his, his, when he came on against Limassol, I thought it was really bright. He had a couple of key passes that nearly you know, had impact in the game. And then again, St. Bernard obviously coming on in place of Zach, unfortunately injured. But again, he looks bright, energetic, direct. Um, it's just trying to make sure that when he's doing that, we keep having impact and team scores. And I think you're probably a little bit disappointed maybe not scored one or two more as well, because that's who he is as well. But as a person, the question you asked, um, brilliant to take it in stride. And I just hope he keeps showing up well and getting more opportunities. Finally, for me, you mentioned Zach uh, there obviously had that opportunity to start the game against St Mirren comes off with the injury. Is there any update you can give us in terms of how Zach's progressing in terms of getting back to fitness at the moment? No, he's, he's still a little bit away, so um, he's you know, obviously he's going through the, the process of his rehabilitation, but we don't have a time frame on that right, right now. Um, it's unfortunate because he was a really strong you know, debut, uh, in terms of starting debut, and he's naturally disappointed. But, um, I think we just need to be patient with that one because part of his game is very much about his explosive power and we have to make sure we get that right when it goes back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi Ross, I'm from the, the Gallant Fair podcast. Just wanted to ask how, what your thoughts were on today's game. I thought obviously that you were one of the most outstanding players in your development so far. It's been improved since you've been playing in the first team. What do you want to say about today's performance? Uh, thank you very much. And. I thought the opposition we had today were very good. I think we expected them to be very good, you know, playing in the Conference League. And I think when we came out uh, in the first half, I thought we were protected, we'd done particularly very well, getting in behind them and exploiting spaces. And I think obviously we're disappointed with the goals we conceded and the manner we conceded them. Because I think in terms of the way we were playing, that didn't, that didn't show for us, do you know what I mean? So I thought it was very, very good test for us. Slightly starstruck seeing you now with all the first team action you've had lately. It's, it's great. How's, how's that been? Before we talk about the, the game today, how's that been in terms of that piece of, bit of exposure to first team football and maybe the chats with the manager getting that opportunity like you did on Saturday? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's been amazing. Obviously, you know, it's something I've dreamt of of a young age and to go and do it finally, you know, it's, it's a proud moment for me and my family. So I'm just trying to take it in my stride and enjoy every moment of it. And then the likes when I come play games like this I like to bring my experience and give it to the rest of the boys that goal today that you got prime example of showing what it is that you can do yeah. uh, as well the brilliant ball from Bailey but I thought the way you brought down the ball the, the touch to get that and then the composure to finish that's what you love doing best I think coming in from wide and being able to get goals like that I'm pleased with you that you were able to show that with everyone that would have been watching today yeah of course I think obviously early on we recognised that that was that was a part of the game that we could exploit you know Bailey's Billy's brilliant passing so obviously the first was a bit disappointed with the first few ones that I went through with that I didn't get anything from it so obviously to get the third one and then put it in the back of the net I was proud as punch like obviously you've had no experience playing in the Europa League against that level of opposition but from this perspective playing against a, a very good conference league side how do you feel so that's impacted your progression and it obviously accelerated that towards the first team yeah I think in terms whenever you know you're playing games at the Europa League obviously it's a, it's a high level game and I think there's a lot of stuff you can take from it you know not even just during the game but tactically and physically as well I think physically is probably 
the biggest difference I see because obviously you know jumping from people who are the same sort of stature as me to people that are just two times the size of me you know and it's all about just outsmarting them in a way so I think obviously I can bring my experience from them games and bring them into these games and I think it just it just gives me that sort of leeway to you know stand out in these games perfect well played thank you thank you very much thanks deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.